it was not so hard to be critical of him because I really can't find anything good he has been doing over those last uh, 40 years or so. There's no substance to them. It's just all about getting that sound bite in the news. He's a bit like Seinfeld. He's a show about nothing. Um, it's just he doesn't give you any laughs. He just, he just makes you cry. Let's talk about who Scott Morrison is. You've written a book uh, deconstructing the Prime Minister, essentially critically analysing him. Um, Augusto, Scott Morrison is somebody who's been on the political scene for a little while in Australia, more than a little while. He's ascended to the highest office in the land, that of Prime Minister. Um, Who exactly is Scott Morrison? Uh, He's a a very uh, strange character. Um, unfortunately, the promises that, that he made before this election were absolutely uh, not delivered. So um, Rocco and I uh, have never ceased to be disappointed with his performance. And this is something that started even before uh, the tragedy of the COVID management when the um, Prime Minister made some very strange statements, for instance, regarding an important uh, topic for me, uh, which is uh, the topic of free speech. Uh, His uh, comments about Israel for law were absolutely disgraceful, uh, telling me that if he really is uh, what he claims to be, uh, namely a Christian, it seems that uh, the Christian values and principles that are derived from Scripture have never been entirely uh, received by him in a proper manner. I can tell, for instance, about um, the way he prejudged Cardinal Pell, for instance, uh, uh, assuming that he was guilty before a proper uh, end of the uh, legal proceedings. Uh, the, the case had still, he still had to go to the High Court and he was uh, threatening to remove his order of Australia. That is a despicable thing to do. It's absolutely disgraceful, but uh, not surprising because prior to that, he also condemned our soldiers in Afghanistan without evidence. Therefore, giving ammunition to uh, dreadful authoritarian regimes to accuse us that we have no moral grounds to discuss their own violation of human rights since the prime minister of this country was actually accusing our soldiers of having committed crimes against humanity when he had no evidence to provide such a claim. So uh, he never ceases to disappoint me. I find him to be a very dubious character and I'm actually very happy to deconstruct him, but not in the fact that uh, he can be deconstructed in uh, having a substantial content to his message, because he, as a matter of fact, is so much of an empty vessel that James Allen even told us there is not so much to deconstruct in Scott Morrison, because he basically does nothing and he can easily prove so. So um, it was not so hard to be critical of him because I really can't find anything good he has been doing over those last uh, 40 years or so. Rocco, as you approached this collection of books, uh, you you obviously did 
I guess, some big picture thinking. You've, you've written articles one by one as, as provoked. Um, but as this book is finished and wrapping up and, and in print, Deconstructing ScoMo, uh, to you, what picture has emerged as to the character, personality and philosophies of the Prime Minister? Is it, the picture that's emerged is not a very good one. In fact, um, it's it's very it leaves one as as Augusto said. We never cease to be we never cease to be disappointed, um, and it's also unfortunately emblematic of of the state of politics in this country, um, where you we we have elevated uh, people uh, into parliament and into uh, ministerial offices, and indeed the highest office in the country. Uh, people who can't get out of bed quick enough before they check the focus groups and get along with sound bites um, just to satisfy the 24-hour news cycle. Um, and that's why I, I speak about, I, I made reference in the book to George, uh, to uh, T.S. Eliot's poem, uh, The Hollow Man, uh, people who, as indeed, uh, you, there's no substance to them. It's just all about getting that sound bite in the news. Oh, yeah, I've, I've got the headlines for the day. But in doing so, they don't realise the consequences of what they're doing because they can't think critically through um, these, these, these issues um, without thinking, look, I'm, oh, that'll, that'll, get me, that'll, get me some, that'll get me some kudos, that'll get me some votes, that'll get me, uh, that'll get me some attention. Um, and it's also a disappointment because of the fact that you have a party now and a prime minister in particular that has drifted so far away um, from uh, from its founding ideals, um, and indeed, um, we we have a party that, uh, when I was growing up, is now unrecognisable from what it was. Um, we, as a as a as a as a son of migrants, and we my my my, my parents came to this country in search of a better life, and um, they saw in in the Liberal Party the party that represented them the best because it represented their aspirations. Um, and uh, when the Prime Minister talks about the quiet Australians, that's who he's talking about and, and, that's, who he's, and that's who he's let down with these, uh, with these crazy ideas about free speech not, not uh, creating a job or, um, or prejudging people um, and also uh, these, 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 these notions that, um, uh, that the, the founding fathers of this country put together and when they when they put this country together, rather, of of um, of of thrift and hard work, it's it's you you see someone who doesn't seem to appreciate doesn't seem to appreciate those values, um, and it, it comes across you know, it, it also some of these other offhand comments he makes, um, like um, he's not interested in woke, you know, he's not willing to fight the culture wars. Well, the, these are the if you if you look at if you look at the 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 aspirational voters and, and the quiet Australians, they, they, they would want someone to fight the culture wars because they're, over the last two years with these lockdowns, they've had to do homeschooling and they're learning exactly the, the, the left-wing nutty rubbish that is being fed to their kids. And when you have a prime minister or a government that is supposedly conservative and isn't willing to stand up for that, um, again, it's just so, it's just so disappointing. Where, where would you place Scott Morrison politically 
on a, a spectrum from far left to far right, or perhaps use descriptive words instead, uh, progressive, libertarian, uh, centrist, for whatever use that word may have, uh, classical liberal, uh, Menzian liberal, Howard liberal, bat, you know, uh, conservative. Um, where would where would each of you, uh, Augusto, we'll start with you, but where would each of you place Scott Morrison politically? Uh, I would certainly not place him as being either conservative or classical liberal, that's for sure. Uh, one of the uh, demonstrations of his uh, left-wing worldview is when uh, there was uh, that terrible um, tragedy in New South Wales where innocent people were executed by a radical leftist. And before I was able to have a better assessment of the matter, accused uh, the person or better saying, let me rephrase it, claimed that that person was an ex a right-wing extremist. But then we know that he was actually a supporter of communist, the Chinese Communist Party. He was a supporter of communism. He was a, a radical environmentalist and even a proud um, left-wing. But the point is that that was a very suspicious and terrible thing to say before he had a proper assessment of the rationale behind that um, erratic, tragic, tragic behavior of that person. And that's another a clear indication that he holds anything that's right-wing with utter contempt. And when you have the left canceling people, especially on social media, we would expect the prime minister to use an, uh, at least a, a neutral language when it comes to uh, demanding Facebook and Twitter and other social media outlets to start their own censorship on people who he claims to be too right-wing to have freedom of speech. Um, clearly, his uh, values are not conservative, they are not classical liberal, even when it comes to such uh, crucial issues such as abortion, for instance. He has never ever spoken out against this uh, killing of the innocent, but um, he uh, was once approached by the media because the Labour Party was promising to found more abortions on demand in Australia. Uh, and, uh, and then he, rather than saying that being a Christian, he would oppose uh, such idea, he basically excused himself and, and told a lie, saying that the federal government has nothing to do with the issue of abortion, even though we know this is not true because abortions are funded by the federal government. Right. And I can give you another example before, because, uh, sorry, before I, we, we move on. That is Asia Bibi, that, um, t that Christian lady in, in, in Pakistan who was condemned to, the, to capital punishment for offering a glass of water to uh, a Muslim lady. And she ended up being arrested and accused of defaming the prophet, uh, which is ridiculous because uh, after all, it, it shouldn't be a crime. But um, what happened is that after she was finally acquitted by the Supreme Court of, of Pakistan, the radical uh, extremist uh, Islamists were trying to kill her and she needed desperately help to save her life, to save her life and the life of her family. Scott Morrison refused to give in 
to give her and her family refugee status, therefore allowing her to potentially even be executed by these extremists. And the South African farmers who were prohibited from migrating to Australia, thanks to Julie Bishop, because they were not considered to be a persecuted group by the United Nations. Scott Morrison has blood in his hands if any of these people who didn't get the visa end up being uh, assassinated. And I'm not going to, I'm not personally going to forget what he did to these poor people. So this man is objectively speaking, not a, a Christian in the sense of upholding biblical values and principles. And we have to expose him and his government for the, all the evils that they have been caused ever since they started the uh, government. So that's the reason as to why Rock and I got so motivated to write this book. Rocco, you've now collected all the evidence. You know Scott Mar Morrison's character and everything. Is there any political compass, philosophical compass, that he brings to his politics? And if so, can you describe it for me? Well, I haven't been able to find one um, and <laughs> um, because, as, as Augusta was saying, I mean, he... He, he claims to be these things, but his actions bear out the complete opposite. Um, and when you look at when you look at uh, the prime ministers and and even indeed opposition leaders uh, of this country, um, you see that they they had an interest uh, in politics, they had an interest in political philosophy, and they indeed studied it or tried to live it out. Um, tried to live it out in their time in office. Um, we've, we've had prime ministers. Uh, who, uh, who've been Rhodes Scholars. Um, we've had Prime Ministers who were awarded prizes. Indeed, we've, we've had opposition leaders who indeed were at the top of their, top of their profession before they, before they joined Parliament. Um, um, but you can't say that ab about, about this Prime Minister. Um, it's, 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 he's, a show, he's a bit like Seinfeld. He's a show about nothing. Um, it's just he doesn't give you any laughs. He just, he just makes you cry. Um, and look, that might, people might say that's a flippant comment, but when you, when you look at it uh, and you ask about a, a, a moral compass, I mean, look, look at what's happened in this country uh, over the last few years. I mean, when you, and even, even, before, even before COVID, I mean, we spoke earlier in a, in a previous podcast about the, the IPA's uh, legal rights audit. I mean, that came out in 2019 and it said that the coalition government under Scott Morrison was the most egregious breacher of fundamental human rights in this country of any government, um, and and if you want to, if you want to see where the, where, the Mor where the Morrison government stands morally, there it is, and you didn't need COVID to tell you about it. Wow, that's what an indictment. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. Uh, that's it for this episode of Deconstructing Scomo. Uh, you can get the book. Make sure you get your copy straight away in either paperback or any of the uh, ebook versions that you would like. Uh, you can get that at deconstructingscomo.com.au. Make sure you get a copy for yourself and for any uh, rusted on liberal voters that you may know. Um, that's it for this episode. In the next episode, the authors will join us again. And uh, we won't just get an idea of who Scott Morrison is as a person, but what policies he stands for and uh, is willing to take a position on or various positions on. Uh, that's in the next episode of Deconstructing SCOMO.